episode-by-episode podcast review of CBS's action-adventure series, MacGyver. I'm Patrick O'Reilly. And I'm Richard Wells. And today we'll be tackling Season 3, Episode 7, Jack in the Box. The original air date for this episode was November 9th, 1987. It was directed by James L. Conway, and it was written by David Rich, who may or may not be related to John Rich. I have no idea. Oh, I didn't even, you know what, I didn't even think about that. Why don't we discuss this episode in brief? <laughs> <laughs> uh, in this episode, MacGyver and Jack um, are falsely accused and arrested and put in a kind of a prison camp in which uh, Jack wants to be in. Yeah. And uh, he is looking for some stolen money. I think I think Jack kind of deserved it. Well, I think yeah. MacGyver was kind of a harmless guy. Well, that was the point, though. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, Jack was trying to get himself thrown yeah. in. We'll get into that in a moment. What I'm saying is that Jack deserved to be in this prison camp. For all his other previous right. crimes. And and for the crimes in this episode. The heroin dealing that he was doing. Right, yeah. <laughs> he, he took some of that heroin. Were, that was a dark season. <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, I think we've... I, it's pretty obvious this episode is bears a striking resemblance to Cool Hand Luke. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then at the end it kind of turns into holes. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> uh, Long before holes existed, but yeah, because uh, yeah. um, even forget. the book I think we we decided came out in the nineties, right? Correct. Yeah. So, so yeah. it all came out afterwards. Yeah, but it's it's a very similar story. But yeah, why don't we discuss? Well, the, yeah, just get into it. So the so that, so that people can understand what we're talking about. Yeah. Um, so the opening is uh, at Max' houseboat, which right. is empty. Yeah. And uh, the phone starts ringing, and it's Jack Dalton leaving a message for Mac. And we're cutting back and forth between that and uh, him at a diner in mm-hmm. a small town. Right. And uh, he's just basically telling MacGyver that he's in trouble, that they're coming for him, and he even manages to end the phone conversation by going, ah, click. Yeah. And then we cut back to the diner, and we see that there are police that are there that seem to be in pursuit of him, or at least... Yeah. Yeah. They seemed to Should, be. Yeah, they seemed to be. But the, it turns out they're just there to get coffee and... He's laughing at the message that he just left because he's so right. sure that it's going to work out the way he wanted it to. Uh, so Jack walks up to Luella, who's the waitress. Yeah. And uh, he's like, kind of like, trying to charm her, like going fair Luella. Yeah, uh, but he's putting on his like extra like Hollywood smarm because right. he knows that it's going to set these cops off that they're, they're going to get triggered by it. Right. <laughs> good, good, good use of a modern modern yeah. reference there. <laughs> Triggered. <laughs> <laughs> We're hip kids, see? Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah so he uh, he asks for another beer to go. Uh, and, uh, you know, the sheriff... He starts to walk out the door and... Yeah, yeah the sheriff stops and is like, don't you think you've had enough? He's like, oh, maybe, but I want more than enough. And he says, you can't <laughs> take that outside. And so Jack chugs the beer right there. Yeah, which <laughs> I'm sure Bruce McGill was like, can I just please chug a beer in this episode? Yeah, exactly. And then he throws the the glass onto the end of the sheriff's uh, baton. Yeah. He's like, there you go. And this is when it gets really crazy because the sheriff throws the glass down and then grabs Jack. And then just tosses him through the window. Tosses him through the window. um, Right through the lunch window. Breakfast, lunch, and supper. Right. Um, And uh, and so the sheriff says, oh, you're resisting arrest and making a public nuisance and destruction of public property. Resisting your ugliness, says Jack. Yeah, because he's just trying to trigger them further. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm going to keep doing it for the whole rest of the podcast, not just this episode. Uh, yeah, and then uh, we cut back to MacGyver's place, and uh, he and Pete are coming home from a fishing trip mm-hmm. that was like a week-long fishing trip or right. something like that. And Pete's complaining, as usual. Yeah, typical Pete. Um, complaining about having to sit in wet pants and his mosquito bites on his mosquito bites. Because that's how he says mosquito. <laughs> sounds like it's a barbecue flavor. Um, and then uh, Matt goes to check his messages. Mm-hmm. And as soon as he can hear that it's Jack, Pete's like, uh, don't listen to the rest of this. Yeah, yeah, turn it off turn right it off now. Turn it off right now. Uh, and, uh, you know, the, the thing goes on and... 
Pete hears it and goes, ah, you know, he's trying to, he's baiting you. He's, he's, he's trying to get Did you. Did hear that? He's trying to bribe you. It's extortion. Because he's like saying something about. Get that money oh, back. Oh, yeah. If you come down here, I can finally give you that money I owe you. Mm-hmm. Which I don't think is the same as bribing. Yeah, it's not really bribery. Yeah. Um, He's like, just consider that money a lost cost, MacGyver. Yeah, exactly. You're throwing it into a wishing well. Yeah. And you wish him well. Um, yeah, all right. Get out. <laughs> uh, so, you know, Pete convinces MacGyver not to go. Like, right. And MacGyver says, you're right. I'm not going to go. He's on his own. Cut to yeah, pulling MacGyver. Up, pulling up in Smiley, Arkansas. Yeah. He, he's driving like... A convertible. He's, he's driving a very conspicuous car, yeah. too. So he's, like, in a convertible. He doesn't convertible. realize it, but he's already triggering the police force <laughs> in this small town. God. <laughs> uh, uh, he he does a good, like, coin flip pun, where he says, like, French up was like a two-sided coin. And <laughs> that was the worst look I yeah. ever, ever. Um, but he says, like, and with the coin of, like, Jack, he's like... Um, he he was always landing on his head, and I was always covering his tail. Yeah, like it's like okay, you know, they they worked some, some clever writer worked that in. I think it would have been more clever if they'd have just said, "It's like flipping a coin yeah. instead of because most most coins in my experience are two sided." Yeah, like it seems like a re- bit of a redundant phrase. With the with the exception of uh, you know, two face. Right. Yes. Pre two face, two face, which is a chick coin anyway. So did he do a? Like, reverse number lookup to find this, the diner? Is that how he ended up there? Well, uh, he, because he doesn't go to the diner right away. Right. He he knows that he's in Smiley in Bayonne yeah. County, Arkansas. Yeah. And so he just kind of pulls up and just approaches the first guy he sees. The guy who seems to be, like, carving a, like, a potato or something. Yeah, he's, like, really he's like whittling something. Yeah. Um, and MacGyver's, like, saying, hey, you know, um, is this Smiley? I'm looking for my friend Jack. He's not from around here. Maybe you've seen him. And the guy's just totally ignoring him. Yeah. And so then, you know, MacGyver, that's when MacGyver just goes into the diner. I think he's just figuring, like, this would be a place to go. Yeah. A lot of people come in and out of. Yeah. And the guy who's whittling. And the windows are all broken out. Yeah. The guy who's whittling kind of, like, looks across the street to the sheriff coming out of the sheriff's station and kind of, like, gestures for. Nod, yeah. uh, to go after this guy. So. MacGyver goes into the restaurant and starts talking to Luella and shows him a picture of Jack. And he's like, oh, you know Jack? And, uh, he's going to take me to Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And uh, from there, uh, Lyle Hudson, uh, who's the local banker, overhears right. the conversation about Jack and basically tells MacGyver everything that happened. That Jack yeah. was antagonizing the police. We'll find out later this is completely contrary to his interests. Yeah. But for some reason, he's giving MacGyver all the information that MacGyver needs right now. Well, he, he's giving him all the information, and he tells him that uh, he got thrown out the window and chased him out of town. That Jack got chased out of town. Oh, okay. And he's probably on his way to Little Rock. And so MacGyver says, well, I guess I'm heading to Little Rock. And that would have worked. Everything was going perfectly fine. Yeah. No, no one was going to come back. But as soon as MacGyver leaves, he's stopped by the sheriff... And, you know, it says, like, you, you another Hollywood type looking for Jack Dalton. Yeah, Lyle should have come out and been like, no, 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 we can do this, is all take care of. And MacGyver's not really doing anything. He says, like, yeah, you know, like, he, he came to the wrong wrong town or something like that. He's like, yeah, it looks yeah. like I did, too. Yeah. And uh, so the, the sheriff just kind of, like, roughs him up and says, like, puts him on the hood, resistant arrest and carrying a concealed weapon. And he pulls out the Swiss Army knife. Which, oddly enough, now... Would be. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can't... Conceal weapon, it's a Swiss Army knife. You can't walk into an airport with one of those nowadays. Yeah, I think you can. I think it depends on the length. I'm pretty sure I got through airport security with a Swiss Army knife last time. Oh, oh good. I don't know if uh, I'm allowed to fly ever again now that I said <laughs> that on a podcast. <laughs> I it's just had super... it on me and I forgot I even had it. It's super easy, people. Here's what you do. <laughs> Here's what you do. You just put it in the tray with the rest of your stuff. And then they won't question it because I think you're allowed to. Um, yeah. So MacGyver's taken into custody and being held without trial because he's just immediately cut to them being yeah. put into a prison camp. Right. Uh, there's no reference to a trial or a court date or anything like that. He's just and it being... even resembles the prison camp from from uh, Cool Hand Luke. Yeah, it's just your typical like uh, wire fence out in the dirt kind of. Uh, bu- not not Bayou because it's Arkansas, but well, it's Bayou esque in that they apparently have an alligator patch over. Yeah, the fence. yeah, 
Um, I mean, do they have gators in Arkansas? I guess they could. Well, this um, guy does. Yeah. Because the Mississippi goes all the way up through there, right? Well, there were gators in, uh, I mean, there's gators in Louisiana. I assume there's gators in Arkansas. Yeah. Close enough. Yeah, it's right there. But I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Who knows? If you know, please like, comment, or subscribe. Yes. <laughs> Uh, don't don't respond. Just do. Don't those respond. Things. Just do those things and continue listening to the show silently. <laughs> this is a rhetorical performance. We're not looking for any input. <laughs> That's not true. Please please send us messages. Uh, so uh, when a guy ever arrives, they're unloaded, and he's already got his like prison garb, like you know, like right. casual jeans and a yeah, yeah. denim shirt with his prison number. Which on is it. exactly what they wear in Cool Hand Luke. Yeah, exactly. Um, and immediately he's uh, introduced to Pepe Sanchez, who uh, says, like, oh, welcome, gentlemen. If you like bad food and hard work, you've come to the right place. Um, and, and the uh, guards are like, shut it, Pepe. Yeah. Uh, and then Warden, the Warden comes out, Warden Renfro. Right. Uh, played by Lucas Q. Yeah, Lucas yeah. Q, who actually played Boss Paul in Cool Hand Luke. Yeah. Which I feel like they were just watching the movie while they were writing this episode, and they were mm-hmm. like, all right, who could we get to play this kind of a character? Well, what about this guy? Why don't we actually like reach out to him? And so they got him. Yep, they got him. And he plays the part perfectly. Yeah. I mean, he feels like a he feels like a warden in a in a prison camp. Yeah. yeah he's dressed in a suit and a like nice like, nice hat and. And then he gives him the whole failure to communicate speech. Exactly. Um, and uh, so Mac asks Pepe if he's seen Jack Dalton or knows of a Jack Dalton. And, right. Uh, Pepe says, no, no, there's no one like that. There was a Jack here, uh, but, uh, he was killed a couple days ago. Yeah. And he points over to the grave where there's a grave that says JD on it. Right. But it doesn't seem like it's been long enough for Jack to have been dead a couple days. Yeah. It seems like this is the day after MacGyver got the message. Right. Well, of course, we don't know how long the message was sitting on the machine. Right, that's true. Okay. Um, so, uh, you know, we get the dramatic kind of fade to black with him looking at the grave and... When we come back, Mac asked Pepe how it happened, and he said that this guy was getting in it, getting into it with Sheriff Bodine, and uh, when he tried to get away from the conversation, the sheriff just shot him in the back. Right, yeah. And uh, uh, so Mac is, like, building up, like, this furious rage inside of him until he hears Jack's voice yelling, My time's up! Yeah. The time's up. Get me out. And this is when I said that it, I think the the writing would have been better if he'd have been sitting down in front of the the gravestone and he's just like, ah, well, when your time's up, your time's up. And yeah. then you just hear Jack say, my time's up. My time's up. <laughs> um, and it's weird because like Jack has his has a watch on. Yeah. And he's like reaching up through the grate and like pointing to pointing his watch. To the watch. Like, wouldn't they have taken the watch away? Maybe it's so worthless that they were like, yeah. keep it as punishment. A Casio. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, find people at Casio. Decks on the keyboards? Yes. I think they make cars, too. <laughs> I, th- I think <laughs> I've actually heard of Casio vehicles. Unless I imagine. Uh, I don't know, it's pretty... Anyway, yeah. they're all digital. <laughs> and they make weird sounds. Liquid crystal. Liquid There's just car. a constant rumba drum beat playing while you're driving. <laughs> um... So they open up the sweat box, uh, which is just like, you know, people unfamiliar. It's just a, a metal box that they put you in out in the sun. To, yeah, you've seen punishment. it previously in, in I think there there may be one in Cool Hand Luke. Yeah. There's definitely one in, like, Django. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's one in, uh, I think it's... Pampignon, Papillon, uh, what was that? Uh, Papillon. Yeah, Papillon. Um, and then I think there's also one in Bridge Over River Kwai. Mm-hmm. It's it's just a tor- it's just a torture kind of device. Yeah, it's just um, it's just a giant metal box that literally just radiates heat into it. Yeah. it's like sitting in a microwave for an mm-hmm. extended period of time. Um, and uh, so you know Jack's kind of drug out of it, and uh, you know MacGyver runs over him saying Jack, and Pepe goes, "Oh, this is Jack. You mean the chief?" Yeah, yeah. So because Pepe- they don't know him by the name Jack. Yeah, uh, and so Mac asks, "Who's well, whose grave is over there?" JD Jack's all I don't know John dead John Doe <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and he's like it doesn't matter uh, but then the lunch bell rings and so they all head into the barracks the, the barracks are I think are really interesting because there's like a guard booth inside the middle of the barracks surrounded by chicken wire yeah and then that's also where they serve all the food 
Um, there's no like exterior like picnic table or anything like that. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's just always brought back into the barracks to eat. Yeah. And uh, but uh, Jax doesn't want any of the the swill that they're they're feeding everybody. Uh, and uh, we're kind of introduced to the character of Wrigley, who is like a minor antagonist of it's the like story. A weasel character. Yeah, which doesn't make He's any another prisoner who yeah. That makes no sense. Yeah, there's there's no reason for this guy to be who he is or yeah. to do what he does unless he's just got severe Stockholm syndrome. Yeah, exactly. Um, so uh, Jack and Pepe head over to where they are, and they have like a false floor where they pull out a cooler full of a uh, fried chicken. Right. Uh, that they they apparently had killed the warden's chickens. Yeah, and then MacGyver <laughs> says no, thank you, and he eats thirty two hard boiled eggs. <laughs> no one eats thirty hard boiled eggs. <laughs> Um, so then Mac starts grilling him uh, about what's going on. Like, why haven't you tried to escape? And Jack's it's like, no, I got us in. <laughs> it's your job to get us out. Yeah. Um, and Jack tells him the story of B.B. Bartell, the bank robber who stole $5 million and then dove out of a plane and disappeared. Very clear reference. Yeah. To D.B. Cooper. Cooper. Yeah. Yeah. Who D.B. Cooper robbed the plane in flight, as I recall. Yes. And then jumped out of the plane. Right. Also. And he also never recovered. Yeah. Um, but it's slightly different from the story that Holes is based on. Yeah. But in terms of like, it's a, it's an old school robbery that happened where mm-hmm. a lot of money was taken and was never recovered. Right. But and, they suspect it to be in a location. Right. But don't know where. So they're just having people dig and look yeah. around for it. Yeah. And in, in Holes, they're, they're utilizing this. It's a children's prison camp. Yeah. Um, where they're forcing all these kids to dig out in the desert until they find this gold. And then in the case of this episode, right. they're using prisoners to dig in a zinc mine. Yeah, zinc mine. Yeah, to try and find the the uh, untold treasures. Mm-hmm. But somehow none of the prisoners know about it except for Jack, Jack because and... he's the one who got arrested on purpose. And right. now MacGyver and, and presumably Pepe right. overheard it. But it also, like, you think the prisoners must know something's up because they're not actually mining any zinc. They're just yeah, digging... Yeah, yeah. Uh, Unless they just think it's part of the punishment. Yeah, like, that's eh, true. Just keep digging. Just like hard work. Just keep digging in these holes. But um, it's like, so do you really think that B.B. Bartell put the briefcase full of money in a solid rock wall? Like, why are yeah. they mining? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just have them look around. <laughs> it shouldn't have taken more than a day. Yeah, is it here? No? Okay, let's try the next one. Yeah. Um, uh, but uh, the story of B.B. Bartell was that the money was never recovered, but he was found. Right. Uh, and so he was arrested, never gave up the money, and died in prison. Whereas D.B. Cooper was never found. Correct. And most people think that he actually died when yeah. he jumped out of the plane. Probably. Um, but uh, Jack says that he got the information from his Uncle Charlie, who shared a cell with B.B. Uh, Bartell. Right. And Jack, Max all like, like, Uncle Charlie, the guy who used to steal your money, steal your money from your piggy bank, he was a con. He's, an, he's a con man, an ex-con. Yeah. And it's like, well, an ex-con now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into that. Uh, uh, yeah, so he's got he's got no fond memories of Uncle Charlie, but Jack's all, yeah, but, uh, you know, uh, he's got, but he gave me this, and he pulls out a map to one of the mine shafts and the location of where the money was buried. And it just says, I love you, sincerely, Uncle Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> That's not true. Uh and so the next day, the prisoners are all taken to the mine, which is a really interesting looking building. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like they just built a huge building all, all along the mountainside. Yeah. I guess that makes sense because then like all the debris and stuff wouldn't get it blown up the into the air. Too. Yeah. Because um, like, you know, the rock quarry in here, like it's all open. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's just like they're just digging. In, but yeah. they're not digging tunnels. They're just gouging away in the mountain. Yeah, so yeah. I suppose it's a little bit different. But I don't think I've I ever. I feel like I've seen those before, though. With, yeah. the, with the slanted rooftops up up the side yeah. of the hill. Yeah. It, it's just I've never seen it and I thought it was really interesting and it and it made sense yeah, in yeah, the yeah. long run. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if it was an actual zinc mine. Like probably it, or an abandoned they, mine yeah, of some kind. Yeah, an actual abandoned mine. Well, cuz they're clearly in caves. Yeah, yeah. Later later in the and with with railroad ties and stuff yeah, on the ground, exactly. so. All right, so they're at the mine now and they're kind of all collecting tools, shovels, picks. And they're all given uh, uh, carbide uh, lamps. Right, the headlamps. Yeah, which is interesting because I think most things are battery operated now. Carbide is an is a strange uh, a strange choice. It's almost like it was only in the script 
to serve as an ingredient for MacGyver. Yeah, yeah. But that can't be the case. Exactly. Yeah. No. Uh, for those of you unfamiliar, um, carbide lamps were used because you uh, you just have a lamp full of water, basically, and you drop a piece of carbide in it, and it reacts with the water by producing uh, acetylene gas. Right. And then you just basically have a flame that's just constantly being fueled by the release, the gentle release of this gas, never in an explosive way because the release is so slow. And, and even like the amount of water isn't enough to create like an actual explosion. Correct. Yeah, it just it just keeps the the, the flame lit, and it's in like in this like reflective uh, uh, disc. Like yeah. The doctors like uh, what do they call what do they call those? They have a name, but um, head discs. <laughs> head discs. And uh, so yeah, they all head into the mine, and they're trying to come up with a plan to be able to get out of the tunnel into another tunnel, but also distract everybody while that happens. Yeah. Um, and MacGyver doesn't want anything to do with this plan. He He's willing to escape and, and go to the authorities and, and denounce what's going on at this prison. Yeah. But he doesn't want to, like, spend time looking for the money. Typical MacGyver always wants to go to the police with crimes. Yeah. It's... I am the police. Uh, but, uh... I am the law. <laughs> I am the law. Uh, but Jack kind of guilts him into saying, like, you know, you know, all the times I saved your life, like, when I crashed my plane and gave up my, my livelihood to save you and Mike. Um, and then MacGyver should have been like, uh, well, uh, hold on a second. Yeah. you got Mike arrested, and then I flew in to save both of you, so that's right. why I was there in the first and place. The, and then I helped you with the spy situation. Yeah. Uh, oh, when you dragged me into almost getting killed by by your stripper spy friend? Yeah. That was great, too. Thanks. But MacGyver feels like that maybe this will close out his accounts with Jack because he's done. Yeah. He says, I don't want to do anything to do with you ever again. Yeah. Um, but if he has to do this to do that, then he's willing to. Yeah. Uh, which seems like very not MacGyver. Like, he almost seems committed to this plan of, like, fine. After this, we're done. Yeah. Um. And uh, so uh, he has Pepe start collecting more uh, carbide lamps because they're going to need to make a cloud of gas. They're they're going to need to make much more gas than the lamp itself would provide. Right. Uh, and so Jack goes out and gets more headlamps. And uh, it's kind of funny because he comes out of the cave and he's just like, "Hey, we're running out of helmets." In helmets. There. And it's like, how are you running out of helmets? <laughs> you I don't would, understand you, what happened. You expel. You expend helmets to yeah. mine. Um, it's like this Minecraft, and they literally just disintegrate after a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so they they uh, just like fill up the helmets with water, and he Mac- MacGyver's dumping all the the carbide into them. Um, while that's going on, the warden pulls up and has like a, a, an aside with the sheriff, and this is the first kind of inkling we get that they're actually looking for the money too. Right. Like before they just kind of been kind of like being jerks and making them forced labor mm-hmm. but now we know that they are also looking for the money yeah um so it adds a little bit of uh, uh risk to the plot because they're also talking about going over to the next shaft yeah um and start looking there so they're yeah. getting closer to to finding it themselves right um so they uh and they also mentioned that they're going to stage an accident once they find the money they're going to round up all the prisoners and blow them up in the mine right uh to so cover not, their tracks. Yeah. Except everyone's going to wonder why there are there prisoners there in the first place. Yeah. None of these gentlemen has had a, a trial. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand why uh, why they were all here in your prison camp. Yeah, there's They've no paperwork on any of these. for a long time. Uh, and it, obviously, if someone came looking for Jack as well, and then they take MacGyver, this chain's going to continue. Yeah, Like, yeah. MacGyver didn't just show up. <laughs> Yeah, Pete's going to end up in that camp a couple days later. <laughs> Nikki. Yeah. <laughs> they make it co-ed. Uh, the whole Phoenix Foundation, like, the foundation yeah. is now being run from yep. the prison camp. <laughs> they just have the same office set up. <laughs> Bodine's just always there, like, walking around. Yeah. That's silly. <laughs> uh, so, Pepe wants to go with them when they make it head for the other mine, but Max says, Matt, Pepe had confided in MacGyver that he's got a girlfriend um, and this money's going to help him like uh, start a new life with her. Yeah, typical self-dooming. Yeah, exactly. Like, you're just like nailing it like a, was it like a pathos? Is that what they call it? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, And uh, so 
MacGyver says, like, no, no, what you have to do, Pepe, is you have to run out of the mine screaming that there's gas and try to lure out people. Yeah. And then MacGyver's Whatever you do, try to get shot for us. (laughs) Yeah. That'll really be distracting. That'll help a lot if you get shot. Um... And uh, we'll make you make sure your death is meaningful by running right. away. Immediately abandoning our escape plans <laughs> to come and check on your lifeless body. Yeah. Uh, basically, so that's everything that happens. MacGyver, MacGyver sparks the gas. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Five <laughs> seconds ahead of time. <laughs> MacGyver sparks off the gas. And uh, so everyone's now running away from the, the explosion. And in the chaos, Jack and Pete. Jack and Pete? Wow. In the <laughs> MacGyver's chaos. not in this episode. <laughs> In the chaos, I almost said Pete again. <laughs> Pete and Jack is what I meant. No, it's not. MacGyver and Jack Dalton uh, run up the hill uh, along the side of the mine, but are being like really conspicuous. Yeah, they're being super blatant about it. And and so the warden immediately sees them and just signals Bodine to, to shoot him. And Pepe just throws a rock at the sheriff. He doesn't even hit him. No, he just he, throws, he a throws a rock, a rock at, him. at him in his direction, and then the sheriff turns and... Shoots, shoots him in the, the chest. chest yeah right in the right in the kill zone um so again instead of honoring pepe's sacrifice and completing the mission of getting out to the authorities uh they immediately just run, run to pepe. down to where he was shot and he's still conscious so he knows that they wasted his yeah life. exactly pepe died knowing that they blew their only chance of escape yeah uh so it's really infuriating yeah uh Jack tries to, like, Bodine makes a comment about always needing target practice, and Jack tries to to, to make a run at him. Yeah, but the sheriff just stops him. And... No, no, Bodine, like, smacks him with oh, the butt okay. of his gun. Um, MacGyver tries to stop him, though, like, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Yeah. He tries to stop Jack. Um, and uh, so uh, he's going to get shot, but the warden says, no, 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 we got a better a better punishment for her, him than just death. And so we open with him being whipped. Yeah. Like, in the next scene. I, he was sentenced to, I guess, ten lashes. Ten lashes, yeah. And uh, they're at nine right now. Yeah. Uh, they're at eight. They're at eight. Yeah. And, uh, and, he's, and he's making fun of the eighth one. Yeah, it's he's like, like, no, no. Step yeah. into it. More wrist. Yeah. <laughs> and then he, so he gets the ninth. Which is, it looks like it clearly hurt more than the yeah. eighth one. Like, he's actually taking his advice and doing a better <laughs> yeah. job of it. And they're like, all right, what do you think of that one? That was pretty good, huh? And then he's just like, yeah. It's better. Kind of lost count there. Uh, uh, what were we at, ten? What were we at, ten? Nine. <laughs> he's trying to get out of the last one. <laughs> um, and then the warden gives, like, a speech about, this is what happens. This is what happens when you try to escape. And everyone's really sad and, like, horrified by the act. Even Wrigley... Which is so weird. Yeah. Like, cause because cl- uh, presumably a lot of these people are here based on, like, completely baseless charges. Exactly. Um, and so even Wrigley looks kind of sad, like, oh, man, this is, this we're, we're in a terrible situation here. Yeah. Um, it made no sense. We just no need sense. for someone to get out and save all of us. Yeah. Anyway. I'm going to tell. You guys are trying to get out? I'm going to tell. I'm going to tell. Uh, so. Uh, that night. Yeah, MacGyver yeah. MacGyver and. and uh, Jack are talking about their plan that they're mm-hmm. like okay well it's now or never right. we're ja- gonna get out of here tonight yeah Jack's horribly upset about Pepe and yeah it, this is like the most remorse he's ever shown actually because yeah. usually he has these ridiculous plans but nobody gets killed over mm-hmm. it and uh, you know he says I might as well pull the trigger myself yeah and uh, Mac says that I, he's got a plan to get us out of here right and we see Wrigley kind of like sitting up in his bed a little bit and listening in. And uh, MacGyver even says at one point, we have to wait till the morning to do yeah. it. Yeah. And and Jack says something about the map and the money, which also piques uh, Wrigley's curiosity. Yeah. Um, so in the morning, Wrigley gets, on, gets his boots on quietly and wakes up the guard and says that he needs to talk to the warden and heads out and tells the warden and Bodine everything he know, everything overheard that they're planning to escape and that he said something about a map and some money, right? But he doesn't know quite know what it means. And the warden and obviously the sheriff know, yeah. Um, but they pass it off like, ah, you know, he's just crazy Jack running his mouth. Uh, so he has Bodine go to get him out of the, and he's gonna go make a, and the warden's gonna make a phone call. We presumably know who he's calling as well, right? Yeah. Um, or at least we will in a moment. Yeah, we don't. Yeah. Um, 
so Bodine goes to check on Mac and Jack, and their bodies are just like not moving. But when he pulls back the sheets, there's chickens. <laughs> yeah, they like, were just holding perfectly still before. Yeah, I was like, I, I, I made a note. I was like, were the chickens there to make it look like they were moving? Like, because they would like move around and maybe like show like a little bit of wiggle. Like, yeah, that's a very strange thing to tuck into your bed as as a dummy. Because they that means that they escaped, got the chickens, came back, put the chickens under the bed, and then escaped again. And left the chickens there under blankets for hours. <laughs> And they never made a sound, apparently. But it also implies that when MacGyver said, we're, we're not going to leave until the morning, that that was to throw anyone off that was listening to them. Maybe, yeah. But he didn't bother to throw them off by not mentioning a map and all the gold. Well, Jack is the one who said the okay. stuff about the map, but still, keep your mouth shut. Yeah. You know, you, you're not supposed to talk, so run your mouth. Because yeah. um, even Pepe does that, like... Like when like they're having like a loud conversation, Pepe's like, "Whoa, guys, you know, keep it down." Yeah. Um, Maybe well, he knew Wrigley was a jerk. Yeah. It's like guys, guys, careful! Wrigley's right over there. Yeah. And he's practically Swedish. He's got so much Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> That's where it is, right, Sweden? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, so you know, realizing that they've escaped and they find like the hole in the floor, um, they round up all the guards and immediately like leave the prison camp yeah. going to search for them because they figure they must have gotten over the fence out and out on the road somewhere. And, uh, but they haven't, it was a trick. Ah. They're still in the prison. They were hiding in the last place you would look in the sweat box. In their bunk bed. <laughs> they were underneath the chickens. <laughs> ah, there's another blanket layer. <laughs> another person shaped blanket layer. Yeah, perfect. Um, I'll hide in your bed. You hide in my bed. So, yeah, so they were hiding, and everybody else ends up leaving the place mm -hmm. or running around. They leave one guy in charge at the gate. Yeah, and they, and they, they cuff all the other prisoners to their uh, bunk beds in the barracks. Right. yeah. So, like, there's no one else. So they, Just so they could take everybody. Yeah, because they think everyone's locked up, so no one could possibly escape. Yeah. But it yeah. turns out... <laughs> yeah, it, it seemed it would have been a... Well, I guess... I feel for like, them to free more people. Yeah, but yeah. they left a guard in the barracks as well. It's probably yeah. armed, so it would have been. Might have been able to get a posse together. Yeah, or something like like okay, you know, you guys need to get to help. Yeah, Every, everyone's scattered. Also, if there's only one guy guarding the the bunks, like it's not totally out of the ordinary for MacGyver to knock out a, a lone guard. Yeah, or um, for them to overpower him for that matter. The only thing is that because he's in that chicken wire, like yeah, yeah, yeah. guard station, say. But MacGyver's MacGyver. He could figure something out. Yeah. But he doesn't. But instead they steal the warden's he car. He comes out in a suit of chickens. <laughs> just duct taped all over him. He just uh... start, makes a beeline for the guard while he's getting shot. All these chickens are just exploding around him. He starts flying through the air. Chickens uh, don't fly. Oh my god, yeah, but if you tape enough of them together, they do. <laughs> it's all duct tape and chickens. That would be my new favorite MacGyver. <laughs> He just aims his arm and eggs yeah. start He's like up. Iron Man now. <laughs> but he just made of chickens. Oh, man. Somebody, oh. somebody get on that chicken soup movie. <laughs> so they steal the warden's car. And he hotwires it. And uh, drives through the gate. And I love that there's a guard. Like, the guard who's at the gate, like, shoots his shotgun a couple times. And when he, when he realizes he misses, he just makes, like, the saddest face. Yeah, he's <laughs> like... like Oh, Dad was right. <laughs> I am no good. Uh, and they drive out to Luella's place, which presumably Jack knows where it is because he's probably spent a couple of nights there. Yeah. If you know what I mean? It seems like they they were something of a couple because he seemed mm -hmm. he feels very betrayed here when they yeah. get to the house. Yeah, because Lyle, like Luella, comes out in like a nighty, and then Lyle comes out in just like a like his. The Wait, same three-piece suit that he makes love in. Yeah. You know, he's wearing, what, like, Wait, a, like a tank top kind yeah, of thing? Yeah, it's like, like a wife-beater shirt yeah. or something. And, uh, and so he, he recognizes that the, they stole the warden's car, and MacGyver's like, yeah, yeah, they're they're running the, the mine with prisoners. Yeah. And uh, so he, MacGyver tells him that, that they're running the mine with prisoners and that they need to get to the police. And that's when Lyle pulls out a gun and says, well, you see, I own that mine. Yeah. And it's like, ah, oh, damn it. Yeah. So now we know who the warden was calling yep. to let him know that, that these guys have escaped and that they know where the money is. But it's also kind of weird because 
he pretends at least like he's deducing that at the yeah. moment. He's like, yeah, yeah. wait a minute, you guys escaped from that place. Yeah, that's the warden's car. Yeah, it's like, well, you already know you already know that. It's like someone just called you and told you that. You're not a genius. You're not Sherlock Holmes. Um, but also, then again, questions like Lyle's plan of like trying to get MacGyver to go away, and then the sheriff kind of interrupts it. Yeah. And... And there's never like a and there's never like a response to that. Like Lyle never says like uh, if you'd listen to me, MacGyver and Jack would have never MacGyver would have been long long gone. Yeah. Um, but there's never that moment. So. Yeah. What should have happened here is Lyle should have shot them both in the head. Yeah. If he cared about the mine and keeping things secret, these guys literally just escaped from the prison camp to notify the authorities. Right. You're so lucky they ran into you first. Yeah. Kill very both of lucky. Because uh, the fact that they went to Luella first, I mean. We don't know how much gas was in the car, and we don't know where the next town is. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the sheriff, you know, that's for a county. So, yeah. it's like, he's the law in the whole county. So, you really can't trust any of the other sheriffs in yeah. the county. Um, so, it's difficult. It's a difficult decision. I probably would have gone to a payphone. <laughs> yeah. But I guess I didn't have any money. Um, I guess not. Sold the car. Sell the car. That's why they need to find the money in the mine, so they can make a phone call. Right. Just push one of those $100 bills into a payphone. Just, just, just shove it just in slowly there. Slowly fold it into a coin. <laughs> Origami coin, $100 bill. I think that's how it works. You can talk forever. <laughs> uh, this is the 80s, remember? Yeah, yeah, now we can like just... half of forever. We'll just get the, you know, get the Captain Crunch whistle. Right. Blow it into it. I don't get that reference at all. But I like it. What? No, you know, oh, you know uh, Captain Crunch, he was um a, one of the first hackers. Um, he was he. <laughs> in addition, to that, that's his... what that that's what his name became. He oh. was a he was a, a hacker who specialized in phone systems, oh, okay. and he found out that there was a, a like a what they call it, bosun's whistle. In oh, okay, the, in, like in, the tone. Yeah, yeah. He found it in in cereal boxes of Captain Crunch, and that if you held the right frequency on it and blew it into the phone, it counted as like a coin being inserted into. Yeah, the phone. It, it it put the phone into maintenance mode. Oh, that's and, awesome! And allowed you to make unlimited free phone calls. God, how many cereal toys do you think he's squeezed into a phone before? <laughs> One of these has got to work. I'm, I'm sure. Um, so yeah, he became they famous. Called me crazy just because I was. <laughs> now I get to make free long distance phone calls. Uh, yeah, so he he was famous for that. That the Captain Crunch. That's whistle. pretty cool. Uh, but they don't have that, and uh, and so uh, the sheriff and the warden arrive. And That's definitely the Mac fact for this episode, by the way. The oh, is it? The okay. Captain Crunch whistle. <laughs> uh, the sheriff and the warden arrive, and they, they want the map, but MacGyver tells them that he's memorized it. Right. Which isn't true. They, they have a paper map hidden in Jack's shoe. Yeah. Um, and so the warden and the sheriff say, like, all right, Although well then. Max probably also memorized it. It's not that complicated. Yeah, it was down a tunnel and to yeah. the right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they decide to take them alive for now, uh, which they make no no qualms about saying that they're, they're pretty much going to kill them once yeah. they get the money. The implication is that they can't kill them right now because they know exactly where the gold is. Yeah. Even though, eh, if we kill you, we'll find it in a couple of days. Yeah, like, exactly. The, the world. Um, but, but they'll have it now. Yeah. Uh, so they're impatient, which is the, the downfall of so many villains. The interest that we would earn in that week. Yeah, exactly. Um. So yeah, they're driven down to the uh, portal six. Is the uh, right. the the hole in the mine, and uh, which still has power in it. So obviously they were planning to check it, or yeah. the the and there's still equipment in there that down that functions. Yeah, and it's like, been there the whole time because mm-hmm. that's how they mark the end of this hallway where the gold is. It's yeah, it's literally an X painted on a light bulb, which I don't think would work. I don't think so either. I think that the fall off of the light would be too great that it would. Yeah. It, it wouldn't produce an image on the wall. Right. and It actually looks like it's just spray-painted on the wall. Yeah, exactly. And when, I, when they first walk in, I thought that was what he was referring to when he said X marks the spot. I thought it was literally painted on the wall, and I was like, did they have spray paint in yeah. in B.B. Bartell's day? And then I remember B.B. Bartell doesn't exist. <laughs> Fictional character. Um, also, I think that the, the paint would have probably flaked off the light. The, light, yeah, yeah. the heat and the light would have just... Yeah, because the light's apparently been on the whole time. Exactly. Because um, when they open up the gate to the mine, the lights are already on. Yeah. Um, oh, that's like Motel Six. They've been paying for this light all this time. Yeah, it's it's mine six, isn't it? <laughs> Portal Six. Yeah. yeah. We'll leave the Portal light on. Portal Six. For you. We'll leave the light on for you. Oh man. 
so when they get to the where the X is, it's like over like a some kind of a water table kind of line. Like there's like there's flood water in there. Like the they're at the level of water in the ground. So there's this like pool of water collecting. So using the equipment there that's still functioning uh, and still attached to the money. Yeah. Luckily, when they closed down this mine, they decided to abandon all the yeah. equipment and leave it functioning. Yeah, it could have been like the the instructions could have been as simple as enter portal six, push button. Yeah. So Mac winches uh, the 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 something out of the the mud. Yeah, this little briefcase that looks like it's wrapped in plastic. Yeah, and uh, so they open it up, and there's all the money. And uh, and so like everyone's just kind of standing there and off. How for a much moment. is it? Five million. Five million. In, in cash, so it hasn't increased in value. <laughs> if yeah. anything, it's def- you know the inflation. Yeah. It's it's worth less. And probably some of these bills have been discontinued. They might not be worth mm-hmm. anything anymore. That's true. And, uh, unless they're like silver certificates, but just hide gold, BB. Yeah, yeah. Don't be a weirdo. Yeah, hide gold. Should have you should have transferred that money to gold, which is untraceable. Yeah, take take your stolen money to a bank and say, I would like this in gold, please. They have to honor it. Yep. Do they? I don't, <laughs> I don't think that they do. I don't, maybe maybe we were on the gold standard at the time. <laughs> he takes it to Fort Knox. <laughs> I'll take the gold, please. Sorry, Goldfinger's already in there. Uh, so at this point, the warden pulls out a stick of dynamite, and he says, well, now it's time to get rid of you. And this seems like the most effective way is yeah. to blow you up with dynamite. Yeah. Um, we have guns. We have guns and batons, and there's a pit Several of water of here. Several here. We all have guns. Uh, we could just knock you over the head and throw you in this water until you drown. There's so many things we could do, but blowing them up seems like... We're going like to tell it. everyone the story about how you tried to light a candle and it turned out it was a stick of dynamite. Yeah, and just no like... wonder why there's been electricity running to this mine and all these functional lights for so long and yeah. you needed a candle. <laughs> they, uh, yeah. Anyway, it's a dumb plan. Yep. <laughs> so while They're not the... excited to be a part of it. Yeah, w- while the warden is gloating over his brilliant plan of blowing them up with dynamite. MacGyver grabs a, the cable from the winch and hooks it onto the sheriff's belt. And murders him. Yeah, but yeah. He, Essentially. He drags them down into the, into the water to the unknown. Yeah. Uh, we don't know, which also seems weird, because I can understand winching back, so it's pulling the thing back in, but what's causing the sheriff to go into the water? What do you mean? Well, the briefcase is already in the water. Well, yeah, but it it was on a chain that was that was going to something on the other end. Oh, but what's on the other end? That's what I don't get. Like it's on. Well, like, yeah, I don't know what is on the other end, but is, there's definitely a chain running from the post straight into the water down to the bottom of this cave, and, and then back the, up. The, the yeah, and so okay. the um the briefcase was just hanging on the chain. Okay. And so it was, that's why it was moving. Back All right, down so, so it's like up. it's almost it's like a conveyor. It's belt, like a like winch a that's wrapped around something okay. at the bottom. It's yeah. I I couldn't wrap my head around what was happening. It's like, well, how is he being winched out into the water? Yeah, I think I think that that in the story, presumably, that BB must have jumped down there, mm. wrapped the chain around something, and then connected it to the briefcase so that the briefcase would get pulled as far down as possible. Okay, and that then, makes sense. And then he hooks it to the guy's belt. Yeah, and the guy basically gets pulled completely underwater. Exactly, because they don't do anything. And to at stop. the end of the scene, we don't hear him splashing around in yeah. there or like, "Hey, you guys, come and let me go." It's like, no, he. He's, he's drowned. Dead. He's yeah. dead. He pulled him underwater, and he's dead. Um, and so the warden is only armed with a stick of dynamite, so MacGyver punches him in the face. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, it turns out a dynamite, dynamite stick is not an effective weapon <laughs> until it, it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, that causes the warden to drop it onto a lantern that was broken. Right. And now uh, lights the stick. Right. And instead of steady, throwing the stick of dynamite into the water... Or tearing the fuse off, or, which... You're yeah. supposed to be able to do. Yeah. He he throws it into the bag of money and then carries the bag of money. Yeah. Throws the bag of money towards the entrance of the cave. That's yeah, to be try the... and cause a cave in. <laughs> and, of course, it blows up the case of money. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and everyone's fine, except yeah. for the sheriff. Um, Who's dead. And their tinnitus. All right. Damn it, Lana. <laughs> tinnitus. <laughs> um, and... Uh, I think some of the money was still pretty intact. Yeah. They could have made off with at least a couple hundred bucks. Yeah. Enough uh, to make a phone call. Yeah. For sure. Uh, Get a few boxes of Captain Crunch. <laughs> <laughs> You're really excited about that, and I like I am. it. I am. I want to, I'm going to go get some today. 
I'm assuming uh, they still have this whistle. This whistle, yeah. And, and it, it makes works it, on phone, cell phones. Cell, cell phones, yeah. Which I get free calls anyway. <laughs> because <laughs> because you're, cause you're paying for it already. Yeah. Um, so uh, the next scene uh, is is the arrest scene. But instead of seeing the sheriff, who's probably dead, yeah. and the warden, we're instead of arresting Luella and Lyle. Right. Who really have done the least amount of harm. Yeah. I mean, Lyle is a conspirator for sure. But Luella seems well, like... Well, good luck proving that, ex-cons. Yeah, exactly. Because all I know is that you guys broke out of a prison and he tried to perform a citizen's arrest with his handgun. Yeah. They're in Arkansas. Nobody's going to put up an argument. And, and MacGyver, we see here that you have a press prior for Grand Theft Auto. Yep. <laughs> you stole a uh, car. This was uh, two weeks ago you stole a car. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and they're, like I said, arresting Luella, who I feel is a victim more of anything of... Like, she, she didn't say anything, but yeah. she, I can see that she her... She fell for Lyle's smarm, but she wasn't, like, she wasn't in on it. And yeah. And she didn't want him to threaten MacGyver and yeah. Jack. Yeah, she tried to get them to go away by saying her phone's not working. Yeah. Like, you, sh- you should go. Um, but Jack didn't take the hint. He was like, oh, this guy can fix anything. Yeah. Um, I'm sure she's going to get a light sentence or get off completely. Yeah. Because she can say she's a victim, and she probably is. Yeah. She's she's just fearful of this uh, situation. This guy was at my house with a gun. Yeah. I did everything he said. And if you don't do what anyone says in this town, they arrest you and throw you in prison. Yeah. So. That's why it's called Smiley. Yeah. And so we're left now. The police leave Mac and Jack there. In their prison uniform still. They don't take a statement. They don't yeah, they leave a... them at Luella's house. Yeah. They don't have a car. They don't have a car. Luella's phone's maybe broken. Yeah. <laughs> maybe she wasn't lying. That would be funny. Her phone's actually broken. They're like, let's live here. Uh, so they just start walking together. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Mac is yelling at him. Like, says, I can't believe you got me into this again. Uh, you know, I'm changing my house. I'm moving my house to an unlisted marina. Um and it's like you like yelling at you always get me into the situations and Jack's line of well, what are friends for? And apparently Mac can't argue with that point. Yeah. He just smiles. Instead of him saying, Well, if you'll recall correctly, earlier today you set five million dollars on fire. Yeah. So I'm not your friend anymore. Mm-hmm. And then they just both laugh. Yeah. And freeze frame to exit. This is a fun episode. It is a fun episode because there's a lot happening. Oh, and we didn't mention uh uh, that Uncle Charlie was killed, right? As yeah, well. they, they they let them know that in that last encounter in yeah. the cave. And so there's a lot of people who get killed over this. There's a lot of like twists and betrayals. Yeah. Um, some escape. Some... At least three people killed in this episode. Yeah. Um, there's some escapes and uh, and five million bucks. Yeah. And in a twist of fate, gets blown up. And maybe partially because it's based on a pretty good movie but yeah. it's got really great story beats and, mm-hmm. and everything makes sense in terms yeah. of like basic logic and stuff like that with the exception of putting a stick of dynamite in a briefcase full of money yeah or using a stick of dynamite to kill two prisoners yeah and they and, and they're still gonna have to kill all those other prisoners you know but, what might have even worked better is uh dumping okay. out the money and then putting the stick of dynamite in the briefcase and closing it yeah or th- <laughs> fuse out yeah just pull the fuse out yeah um i mean they're made so that the fuse can be lengthened or shortened by just tearing it. right and uh and yeah you could just throw it in the water i mean yeah. i think i think they still blow up underwater but um i i got the impression at least during the scene that the reason he didn't throw it into the water was because there is a guy there <laughs> And that Maybe. would be, like, that much darker if he's like, then we drowned him and dynamited his corpse. <laughs> he throws it, and the sheriff just catches it. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> it would be like if the woman was wearing the necklace in uh, Lost Love. Oh, you. yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was dark enough as it was that she was in that shack, but... Uh... I still think that would have been amazing if she was wearing the necklace. <laughs> like, for some reason, she just forgot. Or, no, or they strap it to her. Yeah. They're saying, like, yeah, don't try to take this off now. Yeah. Um... Uh, but anyway, we're, that was a different episode. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I liked this episode. It was this was because uh, I, you know what, I love Jack. Yeah, and Every- this was a good a good Jack. This mm-hmm. feels like we're starting to get into the real classic Jack. Like, mm-hmm. hey, there's buried treasure somewhere, and we're gonna go find it. Yeah. And it's like, oh yeah, and then we're almost gonna get killed, and then the treasure's gonna get destroyed every time. Yeah. Um, and you're you're left off worse than you started. Yeah. Because you both have criminal records. Right. <laughs> 
Now you've been incarcerated twice in, in as many weeks. And you murdered the sheriff. That's not going to go over well in this town. Yeah. Because, you know, you have to serve your... You know, you have to be judged in, in that town. Like, I mean... Yeah. Good luck finding a jury in Smiley that's not going to convict you for murdering their sheriff. Yeah. Uh, that's a terrible situation. We, we'll miss you, MacGyver. You need a whole jury of Luellis. <laughs> Just flattered by your Hollywood speak. I'll take you all the Hollywood. Uh, <laughs> if you call me innocent, I will take you all to Hollywood with me in my enormous Hollywood bus. Because that's how we roll in Hollywood. Yeah. Um, I, the only thing I would say I was disappointed with was no trademark Jack uh, winking when he's trying to lie. Yeah. I mean, but he wasn't lying this episode. Like he, that's true. He was everything he was saying part, was, he was the truth. He was pretty straightforward, mm-hmm. except for maybe he could have been winking when he was like, "Oh, they're coming for me!" Ah, yeah. But other than that, yeah, he's pretty he's pretty honest with MacGyver because by the time he gets there, he's already in so much trouble that it's like, yeah, yeah. There's no reason to lie to you now. Yeah, you're <laughs> already here. We're already screwed. <laughs> I love the moment when uh, like he's, he did it to me again. He did, he did it to me. Again. He looks at Pepe. Yeah, he looks at Pepe. He did it to me again. And Pepe's like, I don't know. Yep, he yep. did. That's the chief. Kind of looks like it. Because he, he's probably done it to, yeah. to Pepe at least once yeah, or he's twice. Like, I know how it works by now. Um, We've been in here 40 hours. <laughs> apparently. Less than a week, because it yeah. was only a week-long trip. Yeah. So it was at least, at the most, six days. Yeah. Um, and however long it took him to get to, to that Slightly, place. Slightly, yeah. I don't imagine. Sometimes was... MacGyver takes his time, though. Like when uh, Pete's whole family got kidnapped. Yeah. And he's hung around getting recipes for a few days first. <laughs> Chatting it up with Obadiah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love fishing. Oh, my friend's family is kidnapped. Do you, can you help me? Nope. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I think that's about it for this episode. Yeah. Uh, if you have any thoughts you'd like to share with us, you can find us on Facebook on uh, twitter at opening gambit you can find us at facebook.com slash phoenix foundation podcast or you can find us on our website phoenixfoundationpodcast.com and if you're digging the show feel free to review us on itunes tune in next week we're going to be covering season three episode eight the Widowmaker, which yeah. marks a return of two characters one of which is played by a new actress mm-hmm. uh, but it's uh, it's all fun yeah yeah so uh stick around and thank you for listening bye